right, hello, motherfuckers. How are you? How are you today? <laughs> you just stuttered. You couldn't even get the I couldn't even get the first. fucking words out. It is really just like a 10 out of 10 disaster shit show situation over here today. Welcome to another episode of the Everything Cracks podcast. We've, uh, we missed you guys yesterday. Yesterday. Yesterday, <laughs> yesterday last week, last, last week. year, always. We All, always miss you. Always. Always, <laughs> always miss you. Oh. How was your Thanksgiving? How's was everyone's good. Thanksgiving? It was good. Thanksgiving is good. Um, we, it's my Super Bowl. I feel like I've said this in like a broken record. I've said this on repeat. It is my Super Bowl. I go absolutely apeshit on food. It's so much fun. It, it, it swings back and forth. You know, one year my in-laws are great. The next year they're like on a 10 and on some like real serious bullshit. So what was this year? Was this this year, year they were on some real serious bullshit. Oh, fuck. It was just like, it's just so overwhelming with them sometimes. They're wonderful people. Love them dearly. Like, they're so good to us. But holy fucking shit, sometimes. I'm like, my dude, if you don't get the fuck away from me, I am going to throw this pan of green bean motherfucking casserole in your face. Oh, shoot. It's just, it's very intense. They're not good guests. Like, they constantly want to be controlling the situation. Mm, that's hard. That's hard. But they're not, like, good at controlling a situation. So instead, they're just fucking it up. It's really it's really the hallmark of my in-laws is, is like, this, this weird overconfidence that they have, but they don't realize, like, how just detrimental to things that they can be. Mm. It's like, I need you to just go sit the fuck down. And get out of my space. Have a drink. Just stop walking around. Stop touching things. Stop trying to help. Because I am about to Vesuvius this motherfucker. Like, I was <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, I was getting itchy. I was getting itchy. I was oh. so, like, internally irritated because you can't just let that out. Especially on Thanksgiving. That's hard. Especially on be- a day of peace and prosperity and... and- Family grateful happiness. And hashtag blessed. Grateful hashtag blessed. It's giving Thanksgiving. No, you can't let that shit out on that day. But my God, I wanted to. But all's well that ends well. I ended up puking my brains out that night. Oh shit! From all the <clears throat> alcohol. Um. Yes. Food? Well, it wasn't. I wasn't even like particularly like hammered drunk. My sister in law, God bless her, made um, brought with her French seventy fives. Okay. Which is a beverage with a lot of lemon juice in it. Mm. And typically when I drink, like, I'm not a good drinker. Like, I don't have an iron stomach. Like, I can't just have any type of alcohol. I need to be very conscious and curated of what I drink. Like, it's a very... Oh. No, I can't. process? It's a very, very, like, pre-planned... There's a lot of prep that goes into it. If I am to partake, (laughs) there's a lot of, like, back you know, back room, you know, back bar type things that need to happen. And I drink pretty much exclusively like vodka soda or I'll drink like a straight alcohol. Either I'll have like a tequila on the rocks or I'll have a scotch on the rocks, but I do not drink mixed cocktails by and large. I'll enjoy an espresso martini now and then. Love a chocolate martini. Mm, Thank you for the introduction. Yes. But the French 75, got to say, not for me. It's delicious, 
But all of that acid paired with all of the other shit mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just fucking did me in at the end of the night. I was puking my brains out maybe three, four times. Oh, it was horrible. You're too old for that bullshit. I know. You are I know. too old and, you know, for that I bullshit. I did all of my prep. I hydrated. I took my anti-hangover vitamins, which I swear by. They're amazing. And you still? Still yacked it all up. It was, it was brutal. But... It was a good Thanksgiving. Food was had by all. It was lovely. It looked amazing. How was your Thanksgiving? It was good. It was quiet, yet hectic. You know, Where did you, I mean, you went to your parents' We house? went to Maine, yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. It was good. Um, like I said, it was a smaller crowd this year. Um, some of our family was away. Um, so, yeah. But it was, like, hectic because you have, like, three kids. But yeah, then they yeah, missed yeah. the whole meal. So then it was, like, we put them down for a nap. And then they like woke up, and it was if Thanksgiving never happened. <laughs> yeah, right. Like they just they just snooze and yeah, like they snooze to the meal, the which was fine. It was nice because it was we were able to enjoy the meal. And <clears throat> yeah, that's what we did. Yummy leftovers and oh, leftovers yeah, are so good. It extended throughout the whole weekend, and now we're officially in the holiday season. But now it feels like it's just gonna fly by. It's, I hate to like wish that we talked about. This. I hate to wish things away that haven't even occurred yet. Right. But that's what I feel like. Yeah. Yep. Like I'm already behind the eight ball. Like, I've had my tree up since the middle of November, but, like, are all the ornaments on it? Yeah, right. I get you know, it. I just, like, you know, it just I snowballs. Like to, I like to extend the holiday season. I, like, kind of do it slowly. Typically, our trajectory is that the day after Thanksgiving, we go and get our tree. My husband, because he was raised Jewish, is, like, very into Christmas. Mm-hmm. So the day after Thanksgiving, every year, we go get our tree. He chops it down. He brings himself like an electric battery operated DeWalt. He is a man of the woods, so he's a man of the woods. It is it is his happy place. He makes his nest out there. And um, you know, he's one with the one with the squirrels. <laughs> but we go, he chops down the tree. Every year, like one of my kids is miserable and the other one's miserable and they're like fighting with each other. And I do my best to get like a cute picture of them, like with the tree and whatever. But um, we bring it home. Misha and I fight over the best way to stand the tree up. Uh, always. You know what they always. say? This is what I have said for years. For yeah. years I have said this. Corporate America should have a team building event. Oh, my God. Where you have to set up a Christmas tree. You have to set up the stand, put a real-life Christmas tree in it, not, not a fake one, and make sure it's straight. That should be the team building event. I have it down to a science now. Because it's always, I remember growing up, it was always a shit show. There's always somebody yelling at somebody. Dude, the tree's not straight. You screwed say, your side in too fucking tight. Dude, we always say it's like, was this tree bought with love or was it not bought with love? Because it's like every third year we like get into like this fight. Yeah, a colossal. Like, on the way yes. to the tree farm. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck this. And like the whole thing is ruined. This year, I pulled rank on these motherfuckers. <laughs> Fuckiners. Motherfuckiners. Okay. Okay, Gina. Just let me let me get my shit together. I pulled rank on this motherfucker. And I was like, bitch, we're me doing show it. the kids. All of them. <laughs> Fucking all of them. We did it my way. And this is what you do. You load your tree up, whatever. Misha has his bullshit way of like tying it to the roof. Just yeah. the real dad thing. Slaps through. It was like, that's not going anywhere. And then we proceed down, down the, down the road and like, you know, hope for the best. Get home. You get your tree off the roof. You get all like your standout, all of the things, right? 
So what you do, you take the tree, you bring it in to theoretically through a fucking doorway, right? Before you bring it in the house, or even if you run in the house already, lay it down on the floor. We didn't bring it in the house like fully before this step because it was raining out, but you lay it down on the floor and then you screw on your base Mm. because it's, you're not taking the weight of the tree while you're trying to screw shit in. Do you know what I mean? Gina! To the left! To the left, Gina! Don't do Tell the what? No, lean it back. What the fuck? Like, it's and then just, there's on fucking Deb going. Oh, oh there she god. goes again. Oh my fucking god! It is a ten out of ten stressful, heart attack inducing. Ah, oh, talk about some PTSD. Just, oh my god! Like, need a Xanax to yeah. go Christmas tree mm-hmm. shopping. Mm-hmm. Lay it down on the floor. Screw your base on. Then you stand the tree up, and you make minor adjustments. Screw everything all the way in, and then you cut the shit off. Yeah. Don't cut the shit off too early. Don't cut the shit off too early. I'm like, now you're fighting with branches, and you're, like, living it out like goddamn Pocahontas, like, up in a tree, like, (laughs) trying to find, you know, the stem and whatever. Don't do that. Lay it down on the floor, and then screw the base in. And then stand it up. Minor adjustments. Also... This year, because last year, my then three-year-old pulled the tree down on herself. Perfect. Smashed ornaments. Oh. And again, like we're very sentimental people. Like everywhere we go, we get a Christmas mm-hmm. ornament. Same, same. We're the same way. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> she smashed like seven years worth of ornaments in just like one fell swoop. So our Christmas tree is over in a corner. And into the corner, there on the corner, there's two windows. So what I did is I screwed a hook. Yeah. And then I looped a rope around the center of the tree and hooked it onto the hook. So it's secured in two points now. Do you know what I mean? Yep, yep. So I can't just tip over. I don't know why the fuck that didn't occur to me last year. I'm like, what do we do? I think we have to get a bigger base. And I'm like, there's no base in the world big enough for like a 10-foot tree. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's not – you're not going to get this yeah, – Anti-tip base. I, yeah, we, whatever. That's like three feet across. Like that's ridiculous. Screw the hook in. Loop secure twine, yeah. secure it. That's why it's all it's my all nice and to, my parents' tree fell. Secure. And we were we were old enough. It wasn't. It was like in the middle of the night. And same thing. Like a lot of sentimental ornaments oh, got broke. God. But I actually, there, you know, we get an ornament every year that represents like something that happened that year. You oh, nice. I mean? So it's like when I graduated high school, I have a uh, a graduation cap person, whatever. When you <coughs> get a new job, you get a new you know a new nurse uniform. Yeah. So my sister always makes the jokes that her tree is literally just filled with businesswomen because that's all she, she's that's like, all, all I do happen in my life. Just, all I do is work. And in the past couple of years, she's she's picked up some interesting hobbies. So she has some new ornaments, you know, Does she have gloves like boxing gloves. I that must be this year's. It has to she be, has right? to be a boxer this year. Um, and it's funny because a lot of my ornaments because of animals, not children, um, they're made of dough, like the ornaments that my mom has gotten every year. Oh, so like if, it, if so a animal of, gets at them, I have a it lot of amputees. Oh, really? So it's like Caitlin Do you have the cats? Best. I had a cat, but I think it was a dog way back in the day when he cared about anything. It's like, oh, there's Caitlin the basketball player without any legs. Stop. <laughs> it's like, oh, I didn't know you yeah. had a. Yeah, but Donner. yeah, we do the same thing. We do the ornament thing. Yep. 
Yesterday, Aiden was like, look, Mom, I broke this ornament, and now I'm scooping it up with my bulldozer. Like, oh, that's fun. I'm glad you found a way to occupy yourself. Was but that also... on purpose? Like, did you take this down and stomp on it? <clears throat> like, this wasn't like a glass ornament. I, I'm so confused as to how it even broke, and I was just like, whatever. You do you, buddy. You do you, buddy. If yeah, we're not talking right. about, like, a, an emergency room visit. Yeah with shards of glass about then i'm good with it yeah. just fucking leave me alone fine just smash the ornaments decorate the tree by throwing the balls at the tree perfect right, right. love just, that just just do you you do you love that for you aiden <laughs> love that for you my god but no the holidays can be so so stressful mm-hmm. and um yeah i mean i think that there's so many like there's so many different emotions tied to to christmas and to thanksgiving and you know, the weight of, because we have, like, all of these holiday traditions that we do, and it's, like, I feel so, like, last year I just had Mia, so I was, like, not into anything. Yeah. And I was, like, I, I was, like, so weirdly disappointed that I didn't do all the shit, but then I'm, like, why, like, why the fuck, like, why? It's just for you. It's just, it's just for me. Like, why am yeah. I, and Misha was, like, it, it's fine. Like, you right. just had a baby, like, let's, you know, give us ourselves a pass on this year. Like, no big deal. Um... I don't know why I felt so like disappointed that I, I, I think it's that, I think it's that mom guilt. It comes, mom guilt. Ba- comes back into it, but the I feel like mom guilt. there's so much, like you said, anticipation around the holidays, so much hype about making it perfect. Yeah. So much hype in comparison with other people like, Oh, Ugh. Susie down at the end of that cul-de-sac has her, her house professionally decorated and has 12 I want to do that next year. I know. <laughs> Has my neighbor Marion de- wraps her tree like every year. Like you know, you see those trees like every branch, everything is like all wrapped together. She has it done every year, and every year I'm like, Marion, can we do like a full neighborhood tree lighting ceremony? There's somebody in the area that does it. I don't know. She, ha- I think it's no, her I mean, landscape. I right. I think that her, she has her landscaping company yeah, come do it because like they have the bucket truck or something. The, I mean, this bitch is like next level anyway. But I'm like, Marion, can we all get together and just like light your tree? Because I'm obsessed with it. I go out every night and I look at it. I'm like, someday, someday I'm going to have tree wrap, tree light wrap money. I promise. Like I'm going to do it one day. But it's like so it's just like, I, I, I don't know. It's just like there's so many different things you can do during the holidays. And I feel like I'm never doing enough. You never feel like you're doing enough. You're yeah, doing I'm like, enough. I know I have to pick things. So you can't do all of this shit, right? You can't do like the Polar Express and you know the the Snow Village and whatever. You can't do you can't do everything. There's only so many weekends that the shit's available to do, right? For sure. And it's just like you have to pick and choose. I know. We went to a walkthrough, like lighted up. You know, at the zoo? No, it wasn't at the zoo. It was at a farm up in Maine, but it's okay. like a walkthrough. Christmas light where you like walk through like lit up tunnels and like yeah. all the trees talk about tree wrapping. Yeah. I mean, this place is insane and yeah. these people are getting a boatload of fucking money, but like, um, you know, in Maine. Right. And so we walk through and of course, like our mistake, we did not ask Aiden if he had to go potty before we started walking as soon as we're like three minutes in and there was like, we went last year at the same time and there were so many fucking people this year really and people just like didn't know what to do when you first walked in so there was like a traffic jam yeah, so we yeah, were like yeah. waiting in line to start walking which is <laughs> annoying yeah. and as soon as we start walking he's like i gotta go potty 
So I'm like, let's just throw them in the fucking woods. Like, let's put them over the lighted path and pee by a tree. Yeah, it's like, just whip it out, Aiden. And so we ask a woman, and she's like, oh, you can either go back. You might be closest to the starting line at this point because you really haven't even started yet. Or there's another bathroom down by Frosty. So down by Frosty, you would think, would be like, okay, we're like two minutes away. It was halfway through the fucking thing. And so, like, Aiden's like, I really have to go. And the poor thing was, like, crying and really upset. I really have to pee. So then you, like, feel bad. Yeah, of course. So Ryan picks him up and is like, I'm just going to run with him. And. To Frosty. To Frosty. We're like, so me, my mom, my dad, like, the rest of us are walking. We're walking. We're walking. We're walking. We're walking. We were probably walking for 20 minutes at a slower pace until we found fucking Frosty in the bathroom. And then the second half, three-year-old Aiden decided to, like, throw a hissy freaking fit. And then Ryan carried him through the rest of it because he was like, do you want to go to the car? And Aiden said yes. And so Ryan stood by his threat. And that was that. No. Yeah. So it was like you you hype yourself up for this, like, wonderful experience. And then Ryan's pissed in the car ride home. Aiden's upset because, you know, at the end of the day – He's like, he actually doesn't even give a shit. Now he's eating his fucking pretzels. Right. Hipty fucking do. He's happy as a clam. No skin and he's off like, his back And he's like, I'm sitting here in the driver's seat still reeling from it. Right. And so now not only did I ruin probably everybody's time, and but I didn't benefit from this at all. And I'm probably <clears> the one that's hurting the most because – my time was ruined. Right. Where he has like, you know, the attention span of they a squirrel. They don't give a fuck. Like, the consequences and teaching them a lesson just doesn't work at this age. And that's right. very hard to conceptualize as an adult or come to terms with. Right. So it was like we had these like big plans and then they kind of like went up in flames. The rest of us enjoyed them, but we like, you know, did feel bad. And then Ryan's like, as I was like hucking him over my shoulder, fireman carrying him out of the lighted show. He's like, oh, daddy, look at the lights. And he's like, so now you notice. So then I feel bad, but I had to stick to my guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to. Once you once you make a thing, <sighs> like, you have to carry it but out. But shit. Yeah. I think there's just like, you know, allow with the holidays that. I love the holidays. It's so much fucking fun. So this year I'm hosting um, Christmas Eve at my house, mm-hmm. which we do exclusively with my family. Okay. And my family is super fun. Like, they're they're fun people. Okay. So we're doing Family Olympics. Oh, tell us more. Tell so us if more. anybody needs a recommendation on what to do with your family on Christmas Eve, if you want to do something that's non-traditional rather than, you know, just sit around and talk shit with each other, do Family Olympics. Okay. So there are – how many games did I set up? So one of them is – um a blindfolded cup maze so basically what you do is you set up like two li- i'm like moving furniture it's gonna be a whole fucking thing we have a scoreboard i have like an american flag to wave like we're gonna we have sweatbands matching t-shirts it's it's a whole thing you set up a bunch of like red solo cups on the floor okay. and there's like two lines of them i don't know okay. maybe it's like a three foot wide path by okay. i don't know nine or ten feet long and you have two you split up into two teams and you basically have to do this maze, like this this situation. You have to give her one end to the other without knocking any cups over, but you're blindfolded. Okay. 
So that's game number one. Next. Does your part is like, do you have a partner that's like, go left, go yeah, left? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you can okay, like, you okay. can direct your part, like, you okay. can direct your teammate, whatever. And you have to select one person on each team to do this, right? Okay. So it's like a head-to-head race. Okay. The next one is, I probably should have written this all down, but the next one is you have to, you tie like a, like nylons around your waist and you have a golf ball in the bottom oh. of it and you have to knock over cups again it's like set up like a bunch of solo cups like in irregular patterns on the floor yeah. and you have to go through and like teabag all these cups which i'm really fucking excited <laughs> yeah about. oh my god next one is um so basically you have like solo cups in front of you on a table and you have to select one person to do each event, right? Like, you can't do two events. Like, everyone okay. has to pick an event. Okay, yep. Um, you blow up, like, a little balloon, and you put it in your mouth, and you have to, like, put it in the solo cup and get it in there enough to, like, pick up the cup. And then you have to take that cup and get it into the next cup and pick up that cup. It's like suck, suck, blow? Almost, kind of, yeah. Yeah, 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 something okay. like that. So there's that. And then we have Reindeer's Hoof Starburst Challenge. A lot of solo cups. Solo cups on your hands like okay. reindeer's hooves. Yep, yep. You have to pick up as many starbursts as you can and put them into the bowl, but with the solo cups. Oh man! You have to get you have to get as like it's a timed thing. You have okay. To get yep, yep, yep. As many in there as you possibly can, and then the last event. I feel like there was one more after this. Anywho, it's like a um, a tea light blowing challenge. So right, you line up tea lights. Okay. And you have to blow as many of them out as you can, but you can't like move off the head of it. I'm really excited. This is amazing. It's is this adults fucking, only? Like yes. gonna be like This is gonna be a fucking bloodbath. My family is super, super competitive. That's what I was gonna say. Like my family is way too like it's so competitive. We have a we have filled with a lot of people with control issues, a lot yeah. of type A personalities. Same. Yep. Same. We have had plank challenges. What's that? Like doing a plank. Oh my god, no. I'd rather I'd rather join the Iraqi Navy. And do a fucking plank challenge, especially on a fucking holiday. Yeah, there was. Like, a- do you guys run like five k's and shit no, on no. Thanksgiving? No, morning? we don't. We don't do that. You don't oh. marry into a family who does turkey trots. That's fucking horrific. No, but yeah, there was a there was a plank challenge one year, but that's the extent of like uh, games per se. We used to play Monopoly. That was like a big like. We do bingo for the kids. Oh, that's fun. And then after everybody goes to bed, like after the kids go to bed, we do drunk trivia. Oh, we're but big now, this, people. now this year you're doing Olympics. Well, that we're going to do that while the kids are awake. Oh, we're going to be like, no, 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 the, the family Olympics. Oh, well, the kids are awake. Oh, they're yeah, not she... going to like participate. They're going to be our little like cheerleaders, but okay. they will be present for the festivities. Okay. I asked you if it was after bedtime. You said, yes. oh, I'm sorry. No, we're going to do trivia after bedtime. Okay. Okay. All right. Fair. That sounds amazing. I'm so excited. I love a good Olympics. I did too. It's so much fun. It's so, so much fun. I did them one year for Father's Day because Father's Day is in June. It's like a nice time of year, and we did them in the backyard, and like everybody hated it, and I was like, you guys are no fucking fun. <laughs> Wait, I will the never, fun out of this never try and do something nice for you on Father's Day ever again, okay? <laughs> Shut the I'm fuck gonna up. I'm going to do what you guys do on Mother's Day where we go out to brunch with the children and the family. Dude, I'm not doing that this year. I actually – I, I am – I am fully fucking protesting this bullshit that we do on Mother's Day. Do you know what every mom wants for Mother's Day? To wake up in a pitch black, ice cold hotel room with not a fucking single soul around her. Nobody touch me. 
don't want to talk to anybody. I want everyone to pretend I dropped off the face of the planet for minimum 24 hours. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. This whole like, oh my God, like let's go to brunch and like your mom can come and this one's mom can come. And I'm like, I don't want any of that. No. I want to be left the fuck alone. I want a day off. Right, right, right. For I want sure. a fucking day off. Why do I not have some kind of like vacation days, a pension, some shit that I can like cash in? Yeah. Where's my cash balance? Oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, in general, Mother's Day. We don't fucking want to do anything. We don't want to see you. We don't want to go anywhere. No. Unless it's to a hotel. By ourselves. Entirely by ourselves. Yes. Yes. I don't want to be touched. I don't want to be celebrated with other moms. None of it. (laughs) Don't want to do it. Nope. 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 That's it. And then Father's Day. I mean, whatever. You get a painted rock and a mug that says number one dad on it. And that's it. Go play golf or whatever the fuck it is you want to do. I feel like dads tend to want to spend the day together. Yes. Where moms want the break. Yes. That's what I feel like traditionally actually occurs. Yep. Yep, Misha would prefer his Father's Day to be spent with his children celebrating his fatherdom. Okay, so let me, I have a story time. And (laughs) sharp, sharp, sharp left, y'all. So at the genesis of this podcast, or near one of like the first episodes, we talked about Alabama Rush. And I don't know why I didn't make this connection before. Oh, boy. But are we going next year? We're definitely going. I'm going. Are we attending I'm, Alabama? Dude, I'm Rush? going. I'm going to Bama. I have to go down there in February for like um, a seminar that I have to go to. But oh my god, we're definitely gonna go down there for at least a game and like see the sororities. And I want to like talk to these girls. Whatever. Anyway. I don't know why I didn't make the connection then because it's such a similar experience. But open auditions for Bottle Girls is coming up. What is this? In January. Before I met my husband, like literally right before I met my husband, I had applied to a college in California and I was going to move out there and like go back to school out there. And I was like, well, fuck, I need a job. And I was like, 22 young and super hot i'm like what can i do so i auditioned at multiple clubs out there to become a bottle girl and auditioned dude okay so this is why serious so this is why i don't know why i didn't make the connection to sorority like sorority rush because it's kind of the same thing yeah okay so there are three main markets for clubs well Really four, I guess. And so the big ones are Miami, Vegas, and L.A. And then you can throw New York in there, but New York's a different climate. Okay. So it's a little bit different. Miami, I've never been to Miami, but I know girls who have been bottle girls down there. And in my opinion, it's by far the most competitive market. Like, the shit that they have told me that they've had to do at auditions and all, like, <laughs> all I mean, of the things. I've seen videos of the clubs in Miami. I've oh, never it's wild. It's wild. So there's that, Miami, and then there's Vegas. I have a friend who is, like, a recruiter for Bottle Girls, and she lives in Vegas, and she, like, would tell me all of the things about, you know, like, what they're looking for in girls and, like, how to audition and, like, all of these tips. And then there's L.A. 
LA is far and away like the most superficial. They're like, we don't care what you have to say as long as you're hot. We don't fucking care. Dude, I remember going and it was like literally you have to go from club to club to club. So there's two different there's two types of clubs, right? Like there's day clubs, which is like pools, beach clubs, shit like that. And then there's the nightclub scene, which is like very different beach clubs, day clubs, pool clubs, shit like that. You have to audition every year. And that's where where these auditions come in. So they start in January for the upcoming pool season. Is that pool season all year in LA? No, because it gets kind of cold okay, there. Okay, okay. So auditions are coming up, and all of these girls are going to start trying out. And it's all over TikTok right now, and I am fucking, like, living. I'm just like, oh, my God. As someone who's gone through the experience, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, to show up either in, depending on where you're going, right? So if it's a day club, you have to yeah. show up in a bikini. There. They'll tell you, like, if, do they want you to wear heels? Do they want you to wear sneakers? They'll give you, like, all of these, like, very specific this things. This is mind-blowing. I didn't even know this was a thing. Oh, my God. It's a huge fucking thing. And then they'll give you, like, their club's, um, like, look okay. guidelines. Like, okay. hair down, is it acceptable to wear your hair up? I've never auditioned at a club where it was acceptable to wear your hair up. Like, every single one of them wanted your hair down unless it was, like, 120 degrees outside. Then they'd let you put your hair up. There wasn't social media back then, but now I'm just, like, looking. I'm just, like, they have it so much easier now because you can go onto the club's website or you can go you can go to, like, one of the girls on TikTok. Like, if you're thinking of auditioning, find a girl on TikTok who works at that club or at least works in that area Go on to her page, and okay. there will definitely be pictures of her, like, working, like, what is she wearing? So you can, what like, figure out Because you feel? can figure out the vibe of the club, because they're all okay. very, very different, right? Beach clubs, you have to audition every year, because it's really, like, an only, like, an eight-month season. Nightclubs are different, which is what I was intending on doing, and those are the clubs that, like, gave me callbacks, because I can, like, wear a black dress bikinis are a little bit different for me i have a gigantic ass and like i've always been super curvy and like that's not the vibe in la right like that's not or at least wasn't then okay so nightclubs are super fun it's a really great environment it's a super fun job but it's also much more stable it's more stable work because it's year-round right right you're not just working you get like you're a full-time employee you get benefits you get like all of the things (laughs) But it's so funny to, like, see all of these girls on TikTok now, like, going to auditions. Like, okay, I'm going to this, you know, such and such a club. It's it's a lot of Vegas. Mm. Like, the club, like, the beach clubs and all of that are really in Vegas. Like, there are some in L.A. There are a ton in Miami. But um, Vegas and Miami are the ones that do, like, the most recruiting. And it's just so funny to see because it's like I remember being like, okay, how do I look classy? How do I like how do I look the most professional in a bikini and heels? How? Like, how the fuck do you do that? Because either you end up looking like a complete trash bag. Yeah. Or you end up like I remember there were some girls who would show up in like a high waisted bikini. I'm like, what are you doing? It was like it was the weirdest thing in the world. But. I am really excited. I think we're going to, I'm going to make this into a little mini series, like as things start to unfold with. I love this. The nightclub recruitment process. Because it is amazing. a fucking process. I didn't even know this existed. I didn't even know this, this whole world existed. <clears throat> this was all a mystery oh, yeah. to me. And it's super, super competitive because not only are you, so 
there are the girls that get recruited the year before they work in the clubs and like everyone has to re-audition especially for a beach club you have to re-audition every year and those girls are going to get chosen if they want the job right unless they decide to move on for whatever reason and then all the new girls are competing for like a very small handful of spots and yeah it's just it's a whole fucking thing so I'll get my thoughts together we'll talk about this more next week but I just it just brought back so many memories I'm like I remember like going from like one place so you went and you auditioned you got some callbacks but then you ultimately decided not to move to California I met Nisha like during this process I had like just gotten back and I (sighs) met Nisha wow wild wild I was like ready to pack up my shit and leave and then I met Nisha wild yeah so that's like the reason I'm here. It's so funny that you wanted to move to California too. And I listened to my niece who's oh my like God. a preteen about to be a teenager and same thing, you know, she's going to go to UCLA and like, that was my dream. That's where I was going. I was going to California. Really? Yep. I'm so glad I didn't. I, I wanted to go to, for college. I wanted to go. I was like, you know, I don't know what it is about it or what the appeal was back then. Like, you know, when you're 12 years old, I'd never been to California. So like, how did I, yeah, just like. Same thing. My niece wanting to go there. Maybe she's been there, but still, it's, you know, I want to go to UCLA, her girlfriends, you know, that's where they want to go. That's their dream school. That's so funny. And I'm like, what is the, what is the, what is the pull? What is the drive there? I don't know. As a, as a 12 or 13 or 14 year old, you know, what do you actually know about it? That, and so maybe it's just because she reminds me so much of myself, but I don't know. I just think it's funny. Obviously I didn't go there. My father told me it was too far. Misha has, like, this, like, list of approved colleges that our kids can go to, and one of them is in California. It's in Malibu. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, of all the places. Is this for you or them? For them. I know. I'm saying, like, for Misha. Like, is it because you want to go visit Malibu? Well, that's the thing. He's like, there's a lot of good golf in Malibu. I'm like, okay, <laughs> we're not going to do this. Like, I'm not going to ba- – like, my child's college education is not going to be based around, like, oh – I really like I really like Pebble Beach. I'm like you can't fucking golf there anyway. It's a completely like private club. Like you're never gonna make it to Pebble Beach any. Like stop. Anywho, yeah, no, it was so fun. Like I got into USC. Okay, yep. And I was like, okay, I'm doing this. I was like, I there's nothing keeping me here. Fuck the snow. I like don't have any ties here. Like I'm good. And then I have a friend who moved out there. After college. I would have hated it. I'm so glad I didn't go. I think she the went West to USC. Coast is not for me. I think she went to USC for grad school. Yeah. Um, her boyfriend at the time moved out there with her. Um, they lived in downtown um, San Diego. Does that make sense? USC and San Diego? No, USC is in LA. Oh, so another one that made sense then. She must have gone to San Diego. Whatever. She moved out to California. San Diego State's like. Yeah. Maybe that's where she too. went. Yeah. Anyways, still there, 12, year, 12, 12 years later. Oh, my God. And they're from New York. They're from Long Island. Both really? of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And I don't think that they'll ever move back. I think there was a moment in time um, when, you know, they had some stuff happen with their families that they thought about moving back. But, yeah, um, yeah they love it out there. I, I visited, mm-hmm. and I fell in love. But I, I just, love it to visit. It's just far. I love San Diego. I'm, like so I'm not, not a San Fran a... person. I um, see. I love San Francisco. San Francisco is like, I, I, no, no. I could do Texas. I could do Texas, and I could sure. do like South Carolina. 
I visited all those places. I love all those places. I could live in all those places, but it's too far away from my family. So that's what's hold. That would that would be the thing that would hold me back. Yeah, I get it. I totally get like it. Like certain parts of Texas. I'm not talking like I'm going to Lubbock. the middle of Texas and Amarillo. Yeah, with um, the armadillos. Yeah. <laughs> and live on a homestead and be like a gun-toting southern yeah yeah not for me but like <coughs> austin i've never been to austin oh, i love austin one of my girlfriends lives there it's such an awesome city i hear great things yeah but then i hear people who are like austin is trash no it's like one or the other either you're obsessed with it or like you fucking despise it oh i love it it's such a cool city so much to do such a cool food scene yeah i hear the food is great like like a really just like the vibe there i really love i love the vibe there yeah i get it i get it dude i get it all right hooker what's up for you next week anything oh you know just surgery and now having four toddlers oh my god (laughs) yeah so we have ryan's surgery coming up um in a couple days and it's gonna rock the boat a little bit but we're just we're gonna channel our inner dory just keep swimming just this two shall pass. Swimming. We have Just made it six months since the accident. Oh, man. And so we can do this again. Big thing this week is the surgery and getting past those initial stages. Yep. And then hopefully we'll be able to enjoy the rest of the holly jolly season. I think you will. Yeah. I, I think, think he'll do great. Everything yeah. will be fine. It'll just be like an initial amount of shock and then yeah, smooth sailing thereafter. Yeah. It's going to be great. What about you? Just chairing this fucking event. Yeah. <laughs> that I'll be attending. In the home stretch. And then after that, I plan on just enjoying my holidays. Sure. And then it's Christmas. Yeah. Crazy. Fucking crazy. Yeah. How fast the time goes. Yeah. But all right. Hoochies. We will uh, we'll see you next week. Okay. Bye. Adios. Adios.